Alrighty, folks, we are back. Uppercut episode 14. I'm here with the boys, Mikey and Jeff, as always. Fucking great to be back, boys. Um, it's been a while. This was an absolutely uh, amazing card. The Cheeto Vera versus Dominic Cruz card was. And uh, we're just going to get into it. So the first uh, first fight, Yusef Zalal versus Damon Blackshear. Did you guys watch this fight? Oh, yeah, I did end up catching this one. What yeah, the so, fuck? Dude, the first was... fucking draw I've ever seen. Yeah, dude, I was like, going to say. I've never seen a draw. Since fucking yeah. Moreno versus Figueredo, honestly. Yeah, that was a that was a weird draw, and I also thought um, Zalal won because, like, at the end he was kicking the shit out of Blackshear, and uh, I thought he could they could have given him the first two rounds, maybe, maybe, but um, it definitely wasn't. A, I don't know if it was a draw. It was just weird, weird fight. Um, it got a little bit boring. Not gonna lie, it was a lot of like submission attempts and grappling, and uh, at the end it got a little bit interesting. But yeah. Next fight was a lot quicker and more interesting. Jason Witt, the boy with via, uh, was fighting Josh Quinlan. Unfortunately, he suffered one of the nastiest knockouts I've seen in a very long time, dude. And he was he was fucking stiffed. He was like all rigamore and stuff. It was pretty rough. Um, Jeff, do, what were your thoughts on that one? Yeah, that was bad. He got fucking knocked out by a fucking juice box too. That yeah. motherfucker is roided up too. Motherfucker, yeah. dude. That was a bad one. Yeah. He stepped right into that right hook. It was honestly, nice. I thought Jason Wick got fucking sniped or something, dude. He looked done. His neck like broke. It was fucking tough. Um, Mikey, did you see this one? Yeah, I don't know what I think about it though, because I don't feel comfortable. Not I don't want to say comfortable, but for that with them pushing a guy from here on out who got caught being juiced up, it almost looked like he was fucking juiced up again. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Well, he fucking he fucking nuked Jason Witt. So it was tough to watch. He uh he took it the boy Jason Witt took a little bit of an L there, but uh they, they he said to have had the weakest chin in the UFC, but even no matter how good of a chin you had, that thing was gonna put you to sleep. That was real tough. Next fight, Odie Osborne versus Tyson Nam. Tyson Nam with a little little uh, finish. Um, he came in at a plus three hundred nine, I believe, underdog. The uh, underdogs cleaned up this card, so if you bet underdogs, you made a good amount of money. Uh, yeah, Tyson Nam. Fucking Osborne tried to throw like a flying knee, and he caught him on the way down. Yeah, and it was fucking overhand. Oh, it was overhand. Yeah, yeah. He caught him. Yeah, he just caught him out of the air. It was insane. It was an awesome, awesome KO. Uh, Jeff, did you see this KO? Uh, no, I did not catch it, but I'm kind of disappointed in my man O'Day Osborne. That yeah. last fight was a fucking crazy one. Yeah, well, this one was not as crazy. Actually, I mean, he it was a fun fight, but it was pretty quick, and uh, Tyson Nam looked real good. Mikey, do you have any thoughts on Tyson Nam? Yeah, it was a well-deserved – he got the bonus of the night, too. It was definitely a well-deserved bonus. Just went to show, too, where them fucking – where them jumping strikes can fucking leave you. Yeah. They said he did it once, and then Nam read it, and he went to do it a second time and just got fucking obliterated. Yeah, he smiled. He did it for the first time, and Nam smiled. Like, you could see him, like, just burn it into his brain, and he knew that the next one he had a perfect counter for it, and he fucking did. He put him to sleep. Um, another KO, this one, Gabriel, Gabriel Benitez versus Charlie Ontiveros. This one was awesome. Ontiveros came out just chucking and then, uh, Benitez just sat in the pocket, ate it, and then just started going to town on him and beat the shit out of him. Um, you could tell that Ontiveros was like a younger fighter a little bit. He, he, I don't know if he gasped, but he threw everything he had, uh, immediately. And it, obviously those guys, 
the way they were throwing, one of them was going to go to sleep pretty quickly. And um, unfortunately, it was on Taveros. This was an awesome KO and an awesome fight. I really enjoyed it. Um, Jeff, did you have any thoughts on this fight? Nah, these last two fell victim to the Bro Farms run this weekend. Of course, understandable. Uh, Mikey, I'm, I thought, I, I'm pretty sure you were able to catch this one, right? Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool to see two fights in a row, too, that ended like, the guy, it ended with someone trying to throw those fucking weird unorthodox strikes and just getting yeah. beat on like sharp strikes two yeah. in a row. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, great fight. I really enjoyed that one. Next one, Cynthia Calvillo versus Nina Nunez, Amanda Nunez's wife. Um, it was just a good fight, solid fight. Uh, they were chucking at one point and then they just had some really good grappling. And uh, Nina, Nina Nunez pulled out the dub um, via split decision and then retired. So that was kind of cool to see. Um, she's had a you know pretty solid career and she retired after a win. That's always a uh, good thing to do. Um, I'm sure a lot of fighters hope that they could do that. Uh, Jeff, were you back from your run by this one? Yeah, and honestly, I was not happy that I came back. <laughs> dude, yeah, I felt like this one was an absolute snooze fest, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was honestly... Like Thank God Nunez Nunez retired, dude. I, I can't. Dude, her fights are always just fucking boring, dude. Yeah. So boring. Yeah, that, that was tough. Um, A woman below Muhammad right there, dude. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Jeff. That was one of the most unwatchable first two fucking rounds of any fight I've ever watched in my life. That was absolutely terrible. <laughs> dumpster fire <laughs> fucking dumpster fire start to finish and then and then she's gonna say in the end that fucking she wishes she would have fought at 125 her whole fucking career because that's what she felt comfortable <laughs> felt comfortable doing what that fight sucked dick <laughs> God. God. all right well that was a great dude i was, I was waiting uh, to fucking rip her too yeah i was trying to you know uh, sell it a little bit, but yeah, to be fair, it, it was a pretty shit fight. Next fight <laughs> was not a shit fight, but it was a fucking horrific call. And um, Mikey, I'm going to let you have the floor on this one because obviously he, he they gave it to the fucking Russian and it was clearly Breshki's fucking win and they gave it to Boudet and I don't know how and I don't think anyone else knows how. Um, so I think it shows that Dana White has him in his pocket. What, what, what were your thoughts about this? Were you upset about this, Mikey? Yeah, 100%. I thought they were going to, like, pan over to the judges. And have you ever seen fucking town with Ben Affleck and then where they robbed the banks? Like, I thought they were going to be wearing those fucking masks because that was one of the worst robberies I've ever seen in my life. That, I mean, like, was there anyone who watched that fight who thought he won? Who thought Rude won? No, he threw, like, a third of the amount of strikes that Breschke threw. And Breschke fucking was, like, at least tapping him. And, I mean... Sure, Boudet hurt him a little bit, but Breshke won every single fucking round. It was a complete shit. Yeah. That was a ridiculous call. Jeff, I know you're pissed about this one, too. Yeah. What do you have to say? Yeah, this shit was absolutely fool. No <laughs> doubt about it, dude. What a shit decision. These fucking judges have been on some shit lately, dude. Ever yeah. since that nut-ass fucking Caitlin Chukake, wasn't that the fight? Yeah, oh, Caitlin Chukake, or no, Holly Holm. Yeah, Holly Holm decision yeah. was dog shit. I think Billy Goff even about that on our interview with him. Yep. Yeah, they've been like shit recently. I completely agree. Uh, it honestly put a fucking sour taste in my mouth until later on in the card when it got awesome. But um, yeah, that was dog shit. Uh, next fight, Angela Hill finally fought an interesting fight. That was insane. She fucking tagged up Loopy pretty good. And uh, that was fun to watch. Uh, Mikey, did you 
catch this one? Yeah, I like Angela Hill. She's from uh, she's from Maryland, where me and Jeff were from, so I like her. I mean, she yeah. edged her out late in the fight. It was it was pretty entertaining fight to watch. She's lucky she got that last round in, but she definitely won. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, I'm surprised. I really thought this was going to be another classic Angela Hill decision loss, dude. She she suffers them like a motherfucker. Her last three before her last fight were decision loss. Yeah, dude, that's all she gets. I'm very surprised she broke that streak. It was surprising. Um, and then the next fight, Bruno Silva versus Gerald Mershart. This one was interesting because Mershart knocked Silva, and then instead of finishing him out, he just fucking submitted him right there, which is pretty interesting. I've never really seen that before, but it was pretty awesome. Um, Mershart's a fucking tank. Uh, Jeff, did you did you think that was interesting as well? Yeah, what I really think is interesting is because they both fought crazy fucking height trains, and. Like, Bruno Silva put up a much better fight against Alex Pereira than Gerald Mirashark did against Hamza. Obviously, Hamza fucking destroyed him in the fucking, like, two seconds or whatever the fuck it was, dude. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But fucking what you call it. But Bruno Silva put up a great fight against Alex Pereira and then got knocked the fuck out. But fucking what you call it. But the fact that Mearshark ended him, like, how good is fucking Hamzat? Hamzat, I don't know. He's he's pretty dude, awesome, I think. I, Mearshark, think so. I mean, it's MMA math, but, dude, how fucking good is the guy? <laughs> I don't know how dude. good he is, Mikey. Hamzat? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if – Say Usman wins this weekend. If he goes into that fight as a favorite, I would not be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Like I don't I don't think he deserves like he deserves it yet, but I wouldn't be shocked at all. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be interesting to see how he does against Nate Diaz, of course, you know. He's gonna, yeah. he's gonna get that dug. Um here you go trying to sell us shit. Oh, you fucking Max, dude. What <laughs> the fuck, Max? Always trying to sell us these shit fights. Listen, first year on Nunez, now it's yeah. this. Come on, dude. No, I'll be honest with you. I don't give a fuck about Nate Diaz, dude. He kind of did this to himself. I know all everyone fucking loves him. I don't give a fuck about him, to be honest with you. Like, and he doesn't give a fuck about me, so that doesn't matter. But um, I don't really like his. I just not. I'm not a huge Nate Diaz fan. I like Nick more. Nate's kind of a fucking weirdo. I mean, not a weirdo. He's just. He's just. Uh, he says a lot of shit and then fucking contradicts himself all the time and then. You know, it kind of is annoying at some points. And um, did you fucking guys hear Daniel Cormier say that Mir- this is Mearshart's twenty seventh submission victory? Yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah, he, that's fuck? all he does is get on the ground. Yeah, which but, you can I mean, Hamza took his black belt from him, so <laughs> I, I don't know if you can count this. Versus Kana versus Devin Clark, I completely missed this one too. Yeah, I called it. Azamat pulled out the win, and this is just one of those weird cases, though, where you see a fighter find their stride way too late. You hate to see it. He's 12-0, and 0, but he's 35 years old, so I don't really know where he goes from here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a Russian, so I'm sure he'll be pushed and getting some crazy decision wins. Um, next fight, Yasmin Jaraguay versus Yasmin. Oh, fuck, sorry. I butchered that. Lucindo. Um, this one was a pretty good fight, honestly. Uh Yasmin looked pretty sharp. Both these ladies looked sharp, and uh, she ended up getting the uh, unanimous decision win. 
Um, Jeff, do you think they look sharp? Yeah, it was a pretty damn good fight. I mean, another just long drawn out women's decision win. I mean, decision fight. I mean, it's it gets really boring when you're not getting the top of the top, honestly, when you're just getting the, like, I don't know. Some, some of these women's fights are just so boring, but you really have to get like the good, like you gotta get like the Macy barbers in there and shit to have a good prelim or good early main card fight women's fight. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, there are some absolute women killers, but yeah, sometimes, I mean, it's just like any fight. Sometimes there's just some fucking duds. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was pretty, uh, one of the better UFC debuts we've seen in a little while, too. I mean, she looked pretty sharp. She's throwing big blows. She's only 23 and had a huge debut, so that was pretty cool to watch. Yeah, and then, the, I mean, it doesn't hold anything to this next fight, the Nate Landowir is David Onama fight. Um, the boy Nate, I'm currently in Tennessee, and he's from Clarksville, Tennessee, which is right outside Nashville, where a lot of my friends live. Um, holy fuck, boys. Onama had Landowir out. He was out on his feet, and somehow Landowir just kept fucking chucking, and I don't know how either of these guys stayed awake. Onama was on the side, and they're like, you trying to fight, and they're holding him up, and he's like, are you going to fight? You're going to fight? That was fucking brutal to watch. I was sitting there with some girls, and they were like, this is like – it was their first time watching UFC. And of course that's what they see. They thought it was very <laughs> real. That's not a good first selling point for people that aren't into like intense violence. Um, yeah. This was one of the best fights. I think, I think I tweeted out, this is the best fight I've ever seen. Um, and I'm standing by that because that was fucking electric. Um, I think Landaweer was out um, like knocked out still in his post fight interview because he was not answering anything DC said and then didn't shake his hand. And all this, they'd ask him a question. He'd be like, that's what I fucking do. Cause mama ain't raised no bitch. And then he'd be like, so what, how's your fighting style change? He's like, mama didn't raise no bitch. Like mm-hmm. we talked about that all night. He didn't make any fucking sense. Um, he was hype as shit, but his eyes were completely fucking glazed. I think he was out. This was one of the best fights I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, Jeff, do you agree? Yeah. Fucking old DJ Paul Wall put on a fucking performance, dude. This dude sounded just like Paul Wall in the fucking after, after fight interview. It was fucking hilarious. Dude, yeah. Nate is a fucking, dude, he's a gem. I yeah. can't wait to watch his next fight. I am on the fucking Nate train, dude. I am too, dude. He is, <laughs> he's a fucking gamer, dude. I was, I was really impressed with him. Mikey, you hopping on the train with us? I definitely am, but I really, really fuck with David Onama. Like, I, I really yeah. wanted him to pull this out. I really hate seeing a young guy like him take a fucking fight. So, like, they take those fights so soon sometimes. They want to make a name. He just fought last month. I hate yeah. to see him take a fight and then lose. Because that's yeah. just a loss that you, like, probably could have avoided with a little more preparation. And yeah. he fucking, god damn, that last fight, he got fucking Garrett Armfield in that front triangle and had him fucking unconscious. And Garrett Armfield's tough. Yeah. So I hated to see him lose, but the Nate train is must see TV for sure. It is. And um, honestly, I kind of want to see these guys run it back. I know that they, it's not going to happen, but I would fucking love to watch that. Um, Onama. Uh, oh, Patrasi got called out on this card. I forget who called him out. That's just a random thought. But wasn't it Mir Shark? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was actually. He called out Petrosky. That was pretty cool. So shout out fucking. Up yeah, and that's going to be a fucking great fucking dude. That's going to be a grappling match for the fucking yeah, ages. I'm going to fucking. 
be honest with you, I'm not going to watch that, even though it's the <laughs> first ever interview. I just am not going to watch a long grappling match. Um, and shout out to Petrovsky because he's actually in a grappling tournament uh, coming up. So shout out to him, a little sidetrack. But yeah, Onama probably took this fight a little too quick because he gassed at the end. But although he was gassed on the um, bench, he came back and he was, I mean, he was still gassed in the fight. He threw some good shots and was thrown with intent. So um, yeah. Yeah. And let's just get to it. I'm so fucking excited. Dominic Cruz, Marlon Vera. Holy fuck, boys. Cheeto, Cheeto is fucking going somewhere. This was an awesome fight, dude. Dominic Cruz was winning the first three rounds. He looked like old Dominic Cruz, but even better. He was so sharp, so fast, constant pressure, wasn't getting touched. But everyone knows that's what Cheeto does is he sits there for the first three and he just downloads. He just downloads, um, you know, ideas about what he's going to be doing. He, he takes mental images of what's going on. He memorizes every strike and the timing and he just round four and five, the championship rounds comes around. That's when he comes alive. Um, and that coach tweeted out like an, like a couple, yeah. of, a little bit before the fight um, that, that kick that, or that basically uh, Dominic kind of ducks on some shots. So the kick would be perfect. And then that's how he won. Cheeto caught him. Yeah. Eric Nixick tweeted that. Yes. One of the best coaches in the game. Um, uh, Dominic threw, he look, looked down a little bit and Cheeto caught him in the nose. It broke his nose immediately. His nose went from being straight. Dude, he evaporated head. that fucking dude. thing, dude. It was he like literally turned into a cloud of fucking red mist, dude. Yes. His nose was done. It was broken immediately. You could see it and they just face planted. He was out cold. I was in shock, screaming. It was fucking awesome. Jeff, did you enjoy this knockout as much as I did? Yeah, dude, it is the fucking Cheeto era, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you now, he's going to be a champion of this division. I'm saying at least three fights. I I can't wait. I can't wait to watch him fight more. He's he's just awesome. Um, I love his style of just like taking it easy for a little bit and then just coming alive in the championship rounds. Dominic Cruz looked amazing. I don't think he should retire because he was fucking awesome and he doesn't fight that often. And so, I mean, although he took a lot of damage just from that kick he'll he can rest up and i think he can still fight because he looked fucking sharp let's give him his credit uh mikey did you notice how sharp he looked yeah he looks fucking good i'm i'm really really looking forward to this auto fight this weekend because i'm thinking he wins it's got to be him and cheetah running back and i mean cheetah's got to be the number one contender after that he's not gonna go right into a title shot i think they're gonna let him fight auto again but i i think he might roll auto this time I love this band. Honestly, I think Cheeto should be the number one contender right now. Yeah. I think when you look at who's in the top five, he is. But I don't think they're just going to throw him in. I don't know. Maybe. I think I think what they should do, even though it kind of uh, it doesn't really work with the timeline at all, because you're going to have to fucking have Cheeto on ice for a while, but wait for O'Malley fucking Jan if O'Malley wins. Have Jan Tito run it back. If not, then have Auto or Marab versus Cheeto. Well, I think um, I, I want to see O'Malley run it with. You mean O'Malley run it back with uh, Cheeto? Yep. Yeah, yeah. If I he would, wins. Yeah, our Ariel Awani was talking about that, and I completely agree. I, I would love to see that um, if he wins. Uh, yeah, no, it, Bantamweight is – is it the best weight division right now? or? Yeah, it – if you think about it, it fucking Chael Sung counted it up. Dude, they have 
six former champions in that fucking division, dude. Yeah. That's fucking sure. ridiculous. Yeah. What so, I'm wondering, though, is can can Sugar Sean or Cheetah beat Dillashaw? Uh, I don't know. Dude, I, I, I don't know. I fucking love Cheetah, dude. I think he I do, too. And out. I like Sugar Sean a lot. But Dillashaw is fucking – he is almost like a gatekeeper. He is so fucking tough. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing about Cheeto is he takes so many shots, even though he fucking he never like he wears them like fucking nothing. He eats a lot. All right, we're back. We're gonna be talking about some fights to be excited for in this upcoming uh Usman versus Edwards two card on Saturday. I'm hyped. This is gonna be a great card, hopefully. And um, yeah, starting off, we got Marcin Javura um from the motherland fighting an absolute beast and Alexander Romanov. Um yeah, this is going to be a great heavyweight fight. Romanov is a fucking bear, for lack of a better term, dude. He just fucking eats. Um, obviously, Jeff and I are going to be pulling for Marcin, but yeah, Romanov is most likely going to get this dub here. He comes in at a minus 450 favorite. He deserves it. He's 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 got that good ground and pound, and he's just a good fighter. Um, Jeff, are you you thinking Tybura can pull it out, or are you thinking this is Romanov's fight? Yeah, Tybura's a fucking dog, but dude... I love me some Alexander Romanov, dude. Yeah. He's an absolute tank, dude. He fucking throws like a fucking animal. He's wrestling so ridiculous. He's so ridiculously strong. He slams the motherfuckers. Dude, he it's crazy to see a fucking 265 pounder just pick up another 265 pounder like they're fucking nothing and then <laughs> drop them. Dude, it's so ridiculous watching fucking old Alexander fight. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he trains out of Maryland sometimes. So right. I, I don't know which homeland I'm going for this this Fair weekend, enough. bud. Fair enough. Mikey, are you pulling for the Maryland man? Uh, I really, really want to pull for time, bro, but I don't see it happening. I'm with Jeff. I think uh, Romano is just going to completely overwhelm him. Yeah, like Marcin might be able to bang with them just as well. Stand up, I, I don't even know about that. So maybe he can catch him with something, maybe a ground and pound, but I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I, I'm just praying, but you know, I, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that's going to be going. Um, next fight we're going to talk about is the Jose Aldo versus Marab. Oh gosh, Daval Shavili. Shavili. There you go. Sorry if I butchered that. Um, yeah, this is going to – I love Jose Aldo. He's got one of the most interesting ways of um, checking leg kicks. He just kind of pulls his leg straight up like, the, like you know, just straight up to his like quad. Flamingo. Yeah, and it just doesn't get touched at all. One of the best ways of just checking leg kicks. Um, just technically perfect, basically. Um, absolute killer. He comes in at the plus 110 underdog, so I'm chucking some cash on that for sure. But Marab is no, no one to, you know – put your nose up at either that guy's a fucking killer as well um i admit i'm not as familiar with him i know jose more uh mike uh jeff can you tell me more about marab yeah i mean marab's an absolute fucking animal he he, he is fucking crazy but i feel like he's kind of a little too hyped up just because he trains with aljamain sterling and aljamain fucking loves him and he says how great he is and Aljamain's going to leave the division for him and shit, but I don't know. I think he might be getting pushed a little too quick with this fight. 
Jose Aldo is a fucking animal. And he, I don't think he'll ever not be a fucking animal, dude. He's been supposed to fucking, like, time's supposed to catch up with with this dude. And it's never going to catch up, dude. He's always going out there and fucking putting on the show and fucking people up. Yeah. No, he he is. He's an absolute killer. And I'm I'm just excited to watch him fight again. Mikey, do you know, who do you think is going to win in this one? Um, I'm with Jeff. I'm taking Aldo. I don't know. I think Jeff hit it perfectly. I don't know if Rob's ready for this yet. Maybe some time to – I don't know. Maybe he needs another fight or two. I don't think he's ready for Jose Aldo yet. Ever since Jose Aldo lost to who he was belted, Jan, I mean, he's only looked good from there. Like, he didn't take a loss in the chin and look worse. I mean, he came out beat Cheeto. Then who did he beat? Pedro Munoz and Rob Fine. I mean, he's only looked better. He just keeps getting crisper and crisper. Yeah. No, I can't wait for this fight. I'm super excited. Next fight, Paolo Costa versus Luke Rockhold. This is a battle of two fucking weirdos, like, chiseled from stone. <laughs> These dudes are going to be... Yeah, they're both jacked, but they're both fucking weird. Um, and I'm really excited to watch them kick the shit out of each other. It's going to be awesome. Um, Jeff, do you think Paolo pulls this one out, or do you think uh, Luke gets the upset? Yeah, I think this one might be a fucking murder on film, dude. I <laughs> think Paul Costa might take Luke Rockhold's fucking head off, dude. I mean, unless fucking Izzy really took that man's soul, dude, Paulo Costa is going to go out there and literally make him look like a fucking rock'em sock'em robot and knock his fucking head off his fucking shoulders, dude. I can't <laughs> wait. I just feel like Rockhold's a little too old. He fights too much with his hands down, dude. <laughs> it's not going to look good for the man. I really think Paulo Costa is going to absolutely eviscerate him. Mikey, you think this is going to be a murder on film? 100%. No doubt. I mean, you're talking about a guy who fucking rolled around with fucking Yellow Romero for three rounds and somehow won. Yeah. Fucking, and he's fighting Luke Rockhold, who hasn't fought since 2019, coming off an injury. I, yeah, I was going to say the same exact thing. Like, I think they might have to, like, scratch this off the screen when it happens live. Like, it's going to be fucking ugly. Is it going to be worse than that KO of um, Dominic Cruz? Because that was pretty fucking awesome. Pretty tough. I, I think it might be. Yeah, dude, yeah. this one's going to be fucking scary. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, and then the main event of the night, the one I'm personally most excited for, Kamaru Steroids Usman versus Leon Edwards. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch the gyno king, um, you know, the back pimples at 30, you know, get, get some, get some fights in. I'm hoping he loses because he's just clearly fucking cheating. Um, it's just, it's ridiculous. No one has a physique like him. It's been proven pretty thoroughly on multiple YouTube videos. And by, as I said, more plates, more dates, um, did an amazing video on it. And he's, you know, an insane chemist, basically. He's a fucking genius when it comes to this stuff. He can point out um, anyone who's taken steroids and a lot of guys that have been pointed out as taking steroids that he has pointed out have gone on to admit it or been proven to have taken steroids. Um, he did a very thorough video. I highly recommend you check it out. Um, yeah, Kamaru's just clearly roided up. So I'm hoping that Leon, um, I mean, it's naive to say that none of these guys are roided up because I'm sure all of them take their fair share of PEDs, but Kamaru's is just a different level. Um, I don't know how he gets past USADA, but yeah, Leon, I don't know if you'll get it done. Kamaru, as 
much as he is worded up, he is fucking an amazing fighter. So he's gonna he's gonna look awesome. Jeff, do you think do you think Kamara gets it done or do you think Leon shocks the world? Yeah, Max. I definitely think Kamaru Usman fucking destroys Leon. Oh, I yeah. don't know. I I think I mean, I don't know about you and Alex Jones over there and your more plates, more dates, fucking Dude, more plates, more dates. But Dude, Max has gotta wear a fucking tinfoil hat next episode. <laughs> no, no, Dude, no, no doubt. Video, there is so much fucking evidence towards it. He, this man is roided out of his gills, dude. And fucking Covington came out and said it too. And I'm not a big fan of Covington, but he kind of gave a little bit of a breakdown. He's He didn't know what he was talking about as much, but then More Plates, More Dates took that and expanded on it. And then MMA Guru also made a pretty solid video about it. So check those out. I got my sources. I'm saying- Ooh, I do fuck with MMA Guru. What? He's legit. I do fuck Don't with MMA me. Guru. He's legit. Yeah. Check him out. Check both of those Don't videos out and then report, and then report back. <laughs> Dude, Joe Rogan is completely oblivious to Kamaru Usman's thing. More Plates, More Dates was on uh, Joe Rogan's show and explained John Jones' pulsing with um, his steroid usage and explained to Joe, who was like adamantly denying it, how John Jones' um, steroid cycle works. I highly recommend you watch these videos. He's he's like a genius. I don't doubt it, but also, do I really care? I know because this motherfucker is a dog. I mean, you can fucking you can roll it all you want, but motherfuckers don't got that dog in them like fucking. I mean, that's Usman, fair. Dude. It's not. I could take steroids. He's and I'm not an animal. So I can. I'll give him that. He's a fucking awesome fighter. But you know, it gets a little. And also, he had one of the greatest fucking lines I've heard in a while. Fucking saying that Leon Edwards and Mendem then run up on fucking Jorge. <laughs> talking about how men dumb didn't run up on him. Dude, yeah, I'm giving it to my man Kamaro, dude. I'm not saying he's going to lose. I'm just saying I would like to see him lose. I think I think Leon does not win, but yeah, that's right. No, I'm, lo- I'm loving Kamaro more and more by the moment, but I, like that he'd be I still think Volk's better. I like that he broke his jaw. Yeah, and he, dude, how can you hate the man? I don't hate him. I just don't respect how do i put this um i don't hate him i just definitely think that he's uh he's cheating <laughs> i don't know how to explain it <laughs> what you thinking mike yeah um it's one of the things where in the back of my head like i want to think like how it was with the uh izzy and canyon fight i want to be like oh yeah leon's like he's he's technically sound he can fucking somehow pick apart Usman, but i'm with you jeff the Nigerian nightmare keeps fucking rolling. I think he keeps rolling. I think, uh, like we were talking about earlier, maybe Hamza gets a shot at him soon. And maybe Hamza comes with the favorite. And I think Nigerian nightmare pummels him, too. So he sends that motherfucker right back over the pond. See you later. <laughs> nah, I think I'm still taking Hamza. But, dude, Kamaro's an animal, dude. He really, really fucking is. Dude, he when's really the last time he's lost? Like, 2012? Um, beat me, dude. It's first fucking fight, I'm pretty sure. Dude, I don't even think I started high school when last time he lost. And I'm 24. Literally. <laughs> Literally. It's fucking ridiculous. 
All right. Well, I, I know. I mean, yeah, he's he's a killer. I mean, it's just going to he's I'm, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying I would like to see him take an L. But um, yeah, this is going to wrap it up for this episode. Hating on Mendem. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Max is hating on Mendem. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'm hating on Mendem. Um, <laughs> this is going to do it for this episode of the Uppercut podcast. Thank you guys for coming on and thank you all for listening. Um, hopefully we're going to be coming back with a nice, exciting review of this upcoming Kamara Usman loss.